What's the thesis? 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 Well, here we go again. <laughs> now that we'd have got that out the way. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh what is this? Chow. <laughs> is niggas that tired? <laughs> well, what we doing? Uh <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Games Podcast. <laughs> Clearly, we are having a rough time on this evening. Um, oh, shit. Bad heartbeats are going. Is it? What channel? BET Her. Oh, man. And on a part when nights like this, I, I wish raindrops would fall. I don't even think I have HBO Her, which is some bullshit. No, BET Her. I mean, right that's what I, oh, Lord, that's oh, you don't got that channel? Guys, we done messed up right in the middle of the title of the the show sorry guys this is a new episode of the gans podcast it is your girl show bill and it's your girl ac <laughs> my bad i got so hyped that eddie king eddie king because it's king jr was trying to get back in a group and they was like nah player not, not today you're drunk get out of here with your, with your shiny suit cook dang <laughs> he we was out here what channel is that? You got Comcast, right? Yeah, it's 174 for me. Let me see. I don't think I have it, though. No. Damn, he was looking rough. You want my spot, Flash? Flash, come out with that white ass. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. I don't have it. Oh, you don't get it? No. Oh, that's whack. Bastard. Damn, Flash. You want my spot, huh? Okay, y'all, for real. We're going to focus. Damn. Okay, my bad. It was just on the good part. So my bad, y'all. I done fucked up the whole thing already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See how niggas get distracted? Easily. Like, easily. But this is, a what's it, Monday? Monday night, we yeah, recording. So by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Tuesday. And uh, niggas is tired. Mm-hmm. Niggas is tired, and so uh, you just gonna get what you get this episode. <laughs> I'm not apologizing for shit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh one of them days, and it's kind of it's probably like scorching hot outside, but it's kind of gloomy because it's supposed to thunderstorm today. So, and that's like perfect sleeping weather. I'm sleeping with all the windows open. Okay, not all. It's like the rain all week for real, for real. I know. But I'm going to sleep with the window open and keep the monkey mm-hmm. next to the bed just in case niggas try to act funny. Mm-hmm. So. You know, not the blicky. <laughs> <laughs> the blicky. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah. well how, how are things going? I feel, I feel like it's been a cute little minute since we recorded. It's been a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's been a couple little weeks. Yeah. So how's everything going? The use. Yeah. The use. Work and 
the use <laughs> and, and more work. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find me a, a you know, some extra coins because I'm poor. So, yeah, Lord, if you could just send me a sugar daddy, that would be. If you could send me a Splenda daddy, that would be great. I told my dad, old rich nigga that don't want no sugar. For real, I was like, I think it's all time for me to find me a Mister like Mister Percy or somebody. For sure. Like, you know, I let you rub on my knee. Yeah. You know, Mister Clarence, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Mister Clarence, you try to rub on my knee real quick. I need a little bit of a, you know. Let you uh, take me out a couple times. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean. Show I me off it. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you smell good. Yup. What's that cologne right there? Yup. You smell mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That's not it. But run them coins in because. Run them. Mm-hmm. Run them. Like I'll send you feet pics and shit, but you can't handle no sugar. Yes. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not an option. That's not it. So. I don't know, man. But, you know. Shit's the same for me. I. I'm not looking for, I'm like literally dreading going back to work. Meanwhile, we don't have to go back till September, but that's not the point. The point is, I don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a scary thought the other day that I was like, maybe I actually need to go back. As much as I don't want to, it might be mm-hmm. a need for me, just for the sake of like structure. Because ever since I've been home, I've literally just been doing whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it won't be I as terrible as a movie. I was talking about Erica the other day and just about how, like, you know, being home has kind of increased the anxiety and just, like, the, I don't want to say fear, but kind of just that little bit of anxiety of going out for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, just having to go back to the office or just engaging with people, like, a lot of us don't want to do it. Don't so, want to. We're just like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't feel like being social today or I don't feel like doing this. And sometimes we have to literally push ourselves to get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And having to fake the pleasantries and shit. Like, I really don't care about your weekend. I don't care that you taught your son fly fishing or whatever it is that y'all did. Like, I don't give a fuck. But I guess that's the shit you got to talk about at work. Right. Because even when I go to the office, I don't see people like... Mm-hmm. I mean, I see my client, like a couple clients every, you know, but he. Uh oh, I lost you. There you go. What you say? It muted. You went on mute for a second. Uh, I missed what you said. Was calling. She was calling me real quick. But um, even when I go to the office, it's like I see a few people, but like coworkers and stuff, I don't really see people. Mm-hmm. And if I do, it's like in passing, like, hey, how you doing, real quick? And that's it. But that's it. We have like conversations. Uh, like that like I think the last time I went I talked to my one co-worker for a while and I just sat in her office for like 20 minutes mm. and we were just laughing and busting it up and she was talking about her kids and whatever but that that was it so yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know we'll see what happens oh lord I'm sorry y'all I'm sorry um we're gonna make this a quick one because niggas is tired and ready for bed. <laughs> like we already agree that after we're done recording, it's heads and beds. Cause we already wrapped up. Titties is we ain't got no problem on. <laughs> heads is wrapped niggas, up. Niggas is free. Titty I got my titty. house coat on, looking wild. It's crazy. <laughs> so, all, all right. right, let's uh, get this shit rocking. Yeah. 
All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get into our icebreaker. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow. <laughs> Boom, <bow. laughs> okay. So June is Black Music Month. And so we found one of those 30-day challenge things. And we're just going to kind of go through, pick some, and talk about some of our, our faves. And, um, yeah, we'll just ask a couple and then keep it pushing. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Um, what is your favorite storytelling song? Mm. I thought about this earlier when I sent this to you. Uh, I think I'm going to go with um, Man Down by Rihanna. Yeah, that's a good one. Either that or um, uh, what's the other one? Russian Roulette by Rihanna. Hmm. Okay, Riri. Yeah. Mine... Hmm, what is mine? I'm gonna go with uh either Okay, I'm probably gonna because this mine is in the R and B one. I'm gonna go with um Nas One Love. Mm-hmm. And, um so it's basically him telling he just has a lot of like storytelling, like his storytelling ability is like amazing but mm-hmm. <clears throat> this one is about like him getting a letter from his friend in jail and him telling like everything that's going on out on the outside world mm. so like he's telling like what's going on with like remember the scene in belly from when he went to the projects and he was talking to the little ugly little boy that was so mean the little boy mm-hmm. the little he called him shorty mm-hmm. that comes from the song of love and then he's telling him about like um one of their boys whose little sister got shot and died and stuff like that. And he's talking about some of the homeboys and stuff. Like, he does the whole, like, scene on the outside. Like, it's just a good story song. You just have to listen to it. Yeah, I'm about to but, check like, it out. Yeah. It's on Illmatic. Okay. On the Illmatic album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, ooh, a cover you will argue to the death is better than the original. Yeah. <clears throat> intro ripping in the sky. I don't care. Mm. And it's funny because I was definitely about to pick a, a Stevie Wonder song. Because I think I've said it on this on the show before, but Tori Kelly's Don't You Worry. Man, don't you worry about a thing. She ate that song up. Chewed it and up and spit it out. Like, I don't think I ever heard that one. Yeah. version of it. I'm not even gonna hold you. I really like Anita Baker's version of um lately, Tyrese's song. I like her too. Speaking of that, I like Layla Hathaway's version of Angel. Yes. Oh my God. I love yeah, that song like so that. much. Um hell, if we want to go there, Whitney Houston and uh, I will always love you. I will always love you. She ripped that song to shreds. I'm every woman. Yes. Like there's plenty. There are plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm definitely going to go with that intro. 
Ribbon in the Sky. Ribbon That's in Kenny the Green Sky. Kenny Green was singing. Not Kenny Green and them. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see what has it been 20 years since the, the lead singer, it was a Tony Thompson, dude that died from um, High Five? I think it's been 20 yeah, years been since he minute. passed. Yeah, it's been a minute. I like randomly saw that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, also speaking of music, happy birthday, um, Prince. He would have been what sixty three today. Damn, it's been what five years for Prince. Mm-hmm. Damn, That's I don't wild. even see that long. Mm-mm. No, and then it's also it's also your boy's birthday. It's not music related, but uh, AI. No, nah, he made a song. He tried to rap. Mm, okay. All right, we'll keep it music. We'll keep it music. <laughs> Shout out to the only nigga that's rap. still look good in cornrows. Uh, you know I love me some Alan Iverson. Mm-hmm. Love him forever and ever and ever. He turns but 46 today. Mm, and he love can still get it. Alan still. He can still get it. Okay. Still, still. <laughs> but yeah, he definitely tried to rap and it just was not working. You yeah, know, uh, bless <laughs> his heart. You got to stick to ball. Bless you know, he used to play heart. football, too. He was a really, really good football player. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, I yep. can see it. Mm-hmm. There was a documentary on Netflix about him. Um, I think it's off now, but it was called Iverson. But it okay. was really good. Yeah. I think I saw it, but I didn't, like, stop to watch it. Mm-hmm. That was my brother's boy. But as Button's boy. Buttons like swore up and down he was Alan Iverson. Buttons. <laughs> My nigga Buttons. Swore up and down. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So shout out to Prince, rest in peace. For sure. And uh, the beautiful yeah. one. Um he'll take your girl too in them little hills. He'll take your man too. Okay. In them little hills. Okay. Shit. Um a song. Wait, hold on. I should have put my glasses on. Mm. Damn it. A song that you turn on when you need motivation or inspiration. Mm. I'm going to either go <clears throat> Cardi B, Get Up 10. Okay. Or... Sounds of Blackness, Optimistic. Optimistic. That one absolutely gets my vote. Yeah. Because there was a two-week span where I literally played that song every morning. Yeah. Every morning. And I didn't realize, this one of them songs you don't realize how good of a song it is until you're older and can really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Because that was one of them songs, like, if it came on the radio, I'm turning that shit off. But mm-hmm. now, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, because how could you not like that song? Yeah. How I think the fir- that first time I listened to it in like ages and I was listening to the actual words and I was like, yo, I think I got a little misty eyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how could you not? Like that song is so dope. That is so yeah. dope. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Optimistic. So I took your your other one. Yeah. And I love me from Get Up Time. That's my jam. Yeah. That pretty good one. She snapped on that one. Um, the sexiest song you know. Ooh, probably uh, Janet Jackson. Would you? Would mind? you mind? Yeah. 
You took the song right out of my head. Child, I swear I get a little pregnant every time I hear that song. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. yeah. I and I always think of her performance. Uh, yep, when she used to flip niggas upside down on mm-hmm. stage. <laughs> Should I be up in there too? Let me uh, try to get a little oh, jazz thing. Like that. <laughs> Listen, Janet can put her cooch in my face anytime. <laughs> anytime. Man. Mm-mm. Yeah, that song mm-hmm. is, is nasty. Shit. And I'm here for it. <laughs> mm. Um. Hmm. Let's see. You already know my karaoke song, so we don't need to do that one. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, a song that makes you feel like you can sing. Oh, well, you can already sing. I can't. So for me, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. To me, a stranger in my house. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's and like so right up there with Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. That, yep, yep. Yeah. And then if I'm listening to uh, Genuine Stingy, you can't tell me I ain't fucking that song up. I, that song came on my Spotify the other day, and I hadn't heard that song in for in forever. Yeah. I almost said for ages. Same shit. You can't tell me I ain't fucking up Stingy. Um, I think I'm going. I think I'm going to go with Whitney, uh, I'm Every Woman. That little bridge part, Whitney be hitting that shit. I think I'm going to rock with that. I think the last time I did uh, karaoke, I did Shaka Khan Sweet Thing. Remember Bridges? They don't got Bridges and songs no more. They don't have Bridges and songs. Or like Good they used to tell the band to break it down. Like that doesn't happen mm-hmm. anymore. Good times, man. Fucking good times. Mm. You want to do one more? Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah, I guess I think it's yeah. my turn. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. A song that makes you think of someone no longer here with you. Anything. Um. I'm gonna go with um, Al Green. Out love and happiness, because my grandma, she ain't here no more. Rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Marker Dan Bailey Nessie, but she loved her some Al Green. Loved her some Al. <laughs> love and Ray Charles, but she loved her some yeah. Al Green. So anytime I hear love and happiness, mm-hmm. thank you, Grandma Polly. Um, I'm gonna either go with. Hero by Mariah Carey, my uncle who passed when I was little, he loved that song. So anytime I hear that song, I think of him. Or anytime I hear Bruno Mars for Anditi, she loved some <laughs> Bruno Mars. <laughs> like, if I could do it again, I'd have found the Bruno Mars show for us to go to because she loved that man. <laughs> that was her boy. So. That was fun. Yeah. All right, cool. 
Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was fun. So that is the end of our icebreaker. So we can go ahead and get into the shit. Yeah, and surprisingly, we have a lot of good shit to talk about. We might have more good shit to talk about than bad shit. Or questionable shit. Or whatever. Yeah. However you want to, you know, look at that. Um, well, I mean, the only bad shit we got is, you know, Mr. Sims done passed on. Mm, I keep calling out Mr. Sims. Mr. Sims. Clarence Williams the and passed on and went on to glory. Welcome to hell. <laughs> it, what did he say? Was it niggas? Motherfuckers. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew it was something. Mm-hmm. That man was scary. <laughs> he was probably, aside from them dolls, he was probably the top reason I'm scared of that movie. Yeah, because I was just about to say, I'm going to watch that now. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. Hell no. <laughs> not before Hell get no. on that. <laughs> Hell no. Having dreams about no. nigglets. Absolutely the fuck mm-hmm. not. Nope. So, nope. RIP Clarence. Shit. Um, he was he was really good in uh, Sugar Hill. Uh, he played the shit out that role. Mm. You seen Sugar Hill, right? Maybe once in my life with Wesley Snipes and Eddie King Jr. Yeah, he's always you know a fuck. Yeah, because I watched that. Um, I feel like I watched that recently, like within the last couple months or so. I'm sure he's a fuck up in every movie. But I've been, uh, on my Tubi kick, and you know, Tubi got all of the nigga uh, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was good in that. He was, uh, he cracked me up and I'm going to get you sucker. Because he played one of them woke characters with the white family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yep. Yep. Because that's exactly how they be. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What, what else? He was an American gangster too. Because he played Bumpy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Real he sure cool. was. Yep. He sure was. Everybody done gone. Paul Mooney died too. We didn't get to talk about him. Yeah. Paul Mooney passed on. Mm-hmm. Did you he see the clip of um, Ari Spears impersonating him? I was like, that uh-uh. dude is good. Like, he was mm-hmm. spot on. I'm going to have to find it and send it to you. But he'd he be on it. Spot on. He'd be on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be on it. So, yeah. yeah everybody done. People done passing on now. Yeah. On glory. Rest well to our lates and greats. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find this now because I'll forget. But the shit was funny. Yeah, he be, he be getting it. Like he he has everybody like down packed. He understands the assignment. <laughs> Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. So rest in peace to our to our uh legends. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm sending it to you on Instagram now. Okay. Um, All right, so I guess we got some good stuff now. Yeah. Uh, You know, Black Girls is out here doing the sports. Um, First, we got Simone Biles. Simone has been out here just killing shit. 
talking about she's going to she wants to go back to the olympics again because it's fun like what like you just go to the olympics for fun because she can that is like every video i've seen of her she's been like just fucking murdering it's just out here tumbling like it makes me dizzy because how she was doing the um uneven bars i seen a video of her Mm. doing the uneven bars Mm -hmm. Just twirling and and the the landing was fucking perfect. I'm like, it damn, perfect. it was perfect. Like, she's amazing. Damn. Mm-hmm. She is mm-hmm. amazing, and she your is. your white fave could never. She is. And there's a couple other black girls on there. Mm-hmm. I think they said this is the first time that. What is it? The. I don't want to get the team wrong, but it's a a team, like a championship team that's. Nothing but black girls. Yeah, I've seen a picture of them. I was like, oh, okay. Damn, I wish I could find the picture because I was like, okay, they're out here killing. Yeah, it was like a good like five or six of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even um, even like track and field, a Jamaican lady, uh, Shelly Ann Fraser Price or something like that. Mm -hmm. She got like the fastest 100 meter time in history or something now. Damn. So I'm like, these heifers be fast as fuck, man. Like, how do y'all be that fast? Out here doing like, the sport. They be floating. Floating. the things. Mm-hmm. Just moving. Mm-hmm. I always like to watch the track and field. That's my favorite part of the Olympics. Oh, me too. Yeah, for sure. Moving. I, I don't even really bother with the Winter Olympics at all. I never. Like the the I Summer Olympics? Yeah. I like I'm the track and Actually, I don't even care about the field part. I just like to watch them the run. <laughs> <laughs> just and give I me like the track. Team. Yeah, I don't care about the, the field. Like, I don't care about the shot put and all the other stuff. Right. I like to watch them run because they be moving. Like, effortlessly, though. Mm-hmm. They make the shit look easy. Mm-hmm. Like, how are y'all mm-hmm. fast? Um, I used to be I got fat, so... <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, I was the world's laziest athlete. Even when I was out here playing sports, don't ask me to run nowhere. <laughs> don't fucking ask me to do it because no. Now, when, I, uh, when I ran track in junior high, like when they would make us do the lap, I couldn't do the lap. Like, nigga, just let me run my 100 meters and do my little relay and, and let me sit down. And that's it. I don't want to do anything else. My little warm up laps. Like, who, where? Like, I came to run 100 meters. I ain't doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are doing too much. Y'all crazy. Like, I'm the only person I know who played basketball and still didn't. Like, even during the games. Like, all right, I'll meet y'all down court. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's, mm-mm. Man, like, warm-ups and stretching and all that stuff. Like, for what? Let me just run or do my little cheerleading. I'm just here to get, you know, get the job done and go home. That's it. That's it. So they still laugh at me because I don't be knowing shit about football. They're like, "How was you a cheerleader? Literally, your whole life, bitch." I came to wear the uniform and cheer for and Mike, and that's it. that's it. Like when my brother scored, go Mike, and like I wanted to be cute in the uniform. My dad makes fun of me for that because I don't, I don't, you know, same. I don't know shit about football. I literally just wanted to be cute in my uniform. Listen. All I need to know is when we on offense and defense. I know that much. That's it. That is all <laughs> that is important to me. I know when we got the ball and when we don't. 
And even with that one, you know, at the beginning was a struggle. I'd be out here calling offense cheers and we on defense, not paying attention worth a damn. I mean, <laughs> hey, I literally was only here to be cute in my uniform. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's I can't it. tell you what a safety does. I can't tell you what a cornerback is. I don't know these things. I mean, I'm I'm like learning a little bit. Like, I know certain people got to block, and I know this. Don't give me the line. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> See, <laughs> I know somebody got to be on this end, and somebody got to throw the ball. I mean, like, all I know is quarterback and wide receiver. That's about all I got for you. Yeah, I don't know. I think the center person. Gets the ball so the person the ball or some shit. Yeah. I fuck it. I don't know. That's don't matter. I mean, I'm still watch. I still yeah. watch. I just don't know. I don't know the technical stuff. Going on. Yeah, like, don't ask me no specific. I don't, I don't know the penalties or what the flags are for. Mm-mm. How many downs we get, how many tries we get. I don't know none of that. I know when we oh, get I first down. the downs. I do, I, know how to, I do know how to interpret that stuff. But, like, mm-mm. Nope. Hell, what are we talking about? All I about? wanted was to wear the skirt, dye the uniform, and get lifted up in the stunts. That Put was me in my little elevator. <laughs> Not the elevator. That's, that's it. Oh, Put me in the no. elevator, the high elevator, and bring me back down. That's, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. I think I went up Do in the stunt one down. time, and I was like, never again. Bring me down. I used to love going up. That was bring fun. me down. Good time. That was fun. Mm-mm. No, that was know. fine. This is why I said y'all get what y'all get this episode. Okay. So if you don't like it, you can turn the shit off. Um, okay, we talked about Simone. Uh Coco. Coco Goff is the first. What is she? The first what now? The fir- the youngest. The youngest, um, the youngest female athlete. The shit what was it hold on now I gotta look it up again because I found it right and I don't think I saved it hold on damn look at us fucking up already I feel like going don't laugh at my singing skills they were singing though because he's about to get us on that part now he's about to get it um, damn it! Where did I find it at? She's the youngest person to make the French Open. Hmm. Seventeen years old. She's a beast. She Again, a beast. black girls is out here getting it, doing the things like all of the things. Mm-hmm. Like, I really could have just looked at the article I sent you. That would have made more sense. And you know what? My dumbass didn't even think of that either. <laughs> I said she re- okay, she reached the Grand Slam quarterfinal. So mm-hmm. the first, the youngest person in 15 years. Okay. Okay. See, opened that up. Wow. Mm. Look how deep that was. He came on the scene like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Eddie. Baby doll mm-hmm. on the ad libs. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Sorry, y'all. I'm distracted. Because Eddie King then came back on. My bad. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, black girls is getting it out here. And then we have uh, our boo Naomi Osaka, who um, basically just told them French people to kiss her ass. And I'm not mm. mad at it. Not mad at it at all. Uh, they tried to, and it, so I mean, if you haven't heard the story, I don't know where the fuck you've been, but basically, she has chosen not to do any like press for you know ahead of the the French Open or whatever, and they threatened to find her, and then basically threatened her eligibility for the tournament. She was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to drop out. First, she went ahead and paid her fine, which I think was like $15,000, mm-hmm. which is lunch money to these niggas. But uh, then when they threatened her eligibility, she was like, all right, y'all ain't got to worry about it. I'll remove myself. Y'all can go to hell. So I, I am uh, I'm very <laughs> proud of her, but I also have to be very honest with myself because I gave who was a summer walker a hard ass time when she made the same decision. Remember a while back when she said she didn't want to do any more meet and greets because mm-hmm. the same reason. Mm-hmm. Her social anxiety. Right. And my mm-hmm. initial reaction was like, well, girl, that's what you signed up for and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I get it. I get it. Um, so, I mean, you we're out here, literally, our, our mental health and our mental space is literally all we have. And you have to protect mm-hmm. it at all costs. And so it's like, do whatever you have to do to make sure you can be at peace. So, and I'm hoping that this opens up more conversation about athletes and the need for these press conversations or whatever, because even for me thinking about when I played sports, if I lose a game or something, half the time, I don't want to talk to anybody, period. But especially if I lose, I don't immediately want to be bombarded by a million and one dumbass questions. And I think that was somebody's point. It was like, the questions are dumb. Like you're not even asking anything insightful, you know, just repeating a question that I answered five minutes ago. Like, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. It's literally for show. And so I'm... And then some of the questions that they they ask, like, them in particular, the Black women in particular, are just ignorant and rude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm already mad, and then you're going to provoke me with this ignorant-ass question. So, like, I don't want to be here. But then if I react, then y'all are going to paint me in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, no, I want to be here. I'm not doing this. Not doing so, it. Did you see um, Venus Williams' answer? I, I loved every minute of it. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, y'all can't do what I do. Yep. You know? And so that's, she, that's what helps me. Like none of y'all are better than me, and y'all can't do like what I'm doing. So it don't even matter. <laughs> and that's that on that. I said, "Well, shit, she's not I was wrong." Up. And I was like, "Not mad at it." Which is the truth. Like, none of y'all are here. Y'all not going to ever be here. So, yeah. Yeah. But I was happy to see, like, um, people supporting her, mm-hmm. particularly um, these corporations. I know Nike, you know, gave her their full support, mm-hmm. which I thought was great because I didn't want her to become the villain in the mm-hmm. situation because she opted not to conform to whatever it is that they wanted her to do and you know how they love to 
make us the villains in situations. So I, I was glad that, to see that people were supporting her. I saw that the comp app was doing something like that too, like supporting. Oh, uh, really? Well. That and that makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. So yeah, shout out to yeah, women doing the things. Yep. Uh, speaking of doing the things, our fave Issa Rae is going to be Spider Woman in the next um iteration of what is it, Spider Man, something Spider Verse or something, something about spiders. Um, like she just be out here. Doing everything, like she's amazing. I she, love Issa Rae. Did you see? You went. I don't know if he was on Twitter when a girl tried to shade her and be like, "She's not really even IQ or whatever." And Issa responded like, "Uh, we literally look the like same. Me. Like, yeah, <laughs> with your dumb ass. and did she really look like her?" <laughs> So I was like, bitch, like, leave her alone. Like, Issa's out here doing her damn thing. Like, she got her hands in everything. Mm-hmm. And I love that she really just be out here, like, supporting Black people and hiring Black people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she don't she don't play. No. She's out here. I um, love it. So, yeah, a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which wasn't that the one where they had Miles Morales or whatever? He was, mm-hmm. like, the first Black dude. Yeah. Um, she's the voice of Spider Woman. Because they're I'll saying Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld. I don't think I know who that is, or maybe I do. Uh, so he's going to be Miles Morales again? That's what, it, yeah. Uh huh. Do you remember when he said Rosa Parks should have taken a cab? I'm sorry, that just made me laugh. I just had to bring that back up. My bad. <laughs> they had a field day with her on Twitter. It like, was my like, nigga. Shamik, we were all rooting for you. <laughs> all you literally had to do was shut the fuck up. That was all you had to do. <laughs> Rosa Parks could have taken a cab. If you don't get your ignorant Mm. Black ass off this internet. These and young shut the people up talking to me. I don't even know if I can I say know. young people because, well, first, isn't he close to our age? And then it'd be a lot of dumbass old heads out here, too. True. It's wild. Like, just because you have a platform doesn't mean you have to be on it all the time. Like, it's okay to be quiet. Yeah. My mom keeps calling me. Hold on. Is Dolores all right? But, um, yeah, girl. So, anyway, Issa's out here doing a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Tiana, Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Well, her fine ass was the yeah. first, was she, is, he, is she the first black woman or first black person ever? First, I think first black woman. To be named the, the sexiest woman alive by Maxim. And damn it, they're not wrong. Because she, uh, yeah, first black woman. Okay. Her pictures are fire. She just. (sighs) Bitch. And again, I would pay 
to watch her and Iman have sex. I realize how that sounds, and I don't apologize for it. I watch for free. <laughs> like, I just know they're nasty. 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 But, you know. Like, her body is crazy. Mm-mm-mm. But that's a dope, uh, that's a dope, uh, you know, thing for her. Yeah. Yeah. And to be Everything honest with you, I'm surprised white people know who Tiana Taylor is. Like, for her to be named by Maxim, I'm really surprised that they know. Because isn't Maxim white? They got to be white, right? Remember she was on um, the Space 16 show on MTV? Mm-hmm. Because that's when Here's she was uh, still, she was either about to be signed or just got signed under Kanye. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, that's dope. Like she's, she looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Shout out to her. Uh, what else we got? Mary J. Auntie Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mary. Mary's still fine. Mary is out here letting these hoes know, okay? She said, I might be auntie, but I still got it, and y'all gonna respect it. And you going like, to? You know what? Yes, ma'am. Like, yes, ma'am. Mary, Mary out here thicker than frozen um, peanut butter. All the old oatmeal that been sitting there for a while. <laughs> that just, you know, mm-hmm. got old, and it's hard to start. She that right. thick. Right. Like, she out here. Out here just glittering. Every time you see Mary, it looked like just somebody just sprinkle her with glitter. That's what be happening when you, you know, drop these fuck niggas, man. But that, and that, it's crazy because I just, I keep seeing it. Like, I'll be on Twitter and just scrolling. And I see so many women like, I done broke up. I done lost, like, all this weight. Or I got this going on now. And I'm like, oh, you just got to drop man. these fuck niggas, man. The glow Tell up. Me. The glow Tell up. Me. That but dead, anyway. Dead <laughs> waiting to oh, right. Right, right, right. So she got her, her documentary for, what, My Life coming up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so what is this Walk of Fame? Is it for the Apollo or what is that? It was for the Apollo. Um, I think they do stars like how they do in um, in Hollywood. But I think it's just outside the Apollo Theater. So she got a star outside of there. Um, yeah, she does. Mary been out here. Mary deserves it. I can't wait to see this uh, documentary though because my life is my... Album like I don't I don't even gotta be going through that and I'm still gonna bang this in my life. Yep. Like banging. Yep. Like that is my joy. And I would love to hear the stories behind like all of it because wasn't she um she was still messing with KC at that time too, I think. I think so. Or was it because I know the 411 she was for sure. And I think at the time. She was messing with him, or maybe some of the songs was about him, or whatever. But she was, you know, dealing with her drug issues and stuff like that. So I can't yeah, imagine I can't. that level of toxic, because you know them two niggas oh, together was a fucking mess. Oh gosh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. 
I'm glad uh, she made it out alive with that one. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to her, Auntie Mary, MJB. Um, out here still killing shit. Love me some Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Oh, uh, the Obamas are putting out a new Netflix series for children, basically teaching them the basics of politics, which is um, extremely dope. And I tell you what, even though the the show is, is going to be made for children, it's a lot of us grown folks out here that need to be watching it also. So when is it coming out? Let me see if it says, um, it's called We the People, and it will be on Netflix on July 4th. Okay. Oh, it's written by uh, Kenya Barris. That nigga be doing everything. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Okay, they already got uh, some of the artists who did like the the soundtrack or you know provide music for it they got her janelle monet andrew day david diggs lin manuel miranda and amanda gorman so it sounds like it's gonna be pretty lit her be everywhere everywhere she got what was it an old navy commercial she got out now so sis, out sis is doing her thing her and her sunglasses yeah she be out here I like her then. I do too. I yeah, do I'm too. To check that out. Um, same. I'm trying to think what else is going on. Uh, High on the Hog. You saw that, right? Yeah. I that, thought that was amazing. It was really good. It was really heavy, emotional, like. It made me want to get back to my roots or some shit somehow. It made me want to like eat. <laughs> like, yeah. No. I wanted to eat everything. Mm-hmm. Is that, hold on. Is that slum from the wood? Or what? I look like some wood. Some movie on B you see her. Probably. I look like old slum from the wood. And um, what page 15 on? Lavinia, <laughs> 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 uh, um, but yeah, it was uh, trying to think of which one might have been my favorite episode. I don't know. I thought they were all really good. They were all really good. I don't think I had necessarily a favorite, but I I would agree with you, like. It almost feels like there's such a disconnect with who we are as Black Americans. And of course, a lot of that has been, um, you know, calculated and intentional. But I I love to see that people are actually getting back to their roots. And as somebody Mm -hmm. that likes to eat, I thought it was really cool to see it through food. Right. Like, that is so dope to me. Because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know about my own family. And that that's that even includes, like, my immediate grandparents. There's a lot right. that I don't know about them. 
So to, to have people or to see people being able to carry on like this family legacy or whatever, uphold the traditions of even the episode where they were in Africa, it was like, wow, this is really cool. I, um, the sweet potato and yam, like I always knew that they weren't the same thing. I just never really never. could tell like how to tell them apart. Yeah, I never knew what the difference was. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Like I always knew they were different. I just, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't know how do you tell which one is which. But so that was cool. Um I like the cowboys. I thought they were cute. Yeah. yeah I don't know about eating the cowboys too. Like, don't tell me you got cow hearts and shit in the meat I mean the stew like so I probably (laughs) would have eaten everything on that show just as long as they didn't tell me what was in it you have to let me eat it first exactly yeah because if you tell me you got cow tongue in the stew I'm not eating it I'm not eating that no you just have to just be like here eat the stew don't tell me you're putting it in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me you're putting it in there. Because I still looked hidden. But once you say, yeah, a little bit of the heart and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Right no, mm-hmm. dog. Nope. I'm good. Mm-mm. I don't I'm even good. want it no more. But it looked delicious. Like, mm-hmm. I thought they were cute. Um, And then the girl, when they were in South Carolina, the girl who was talking about, like, how her uncle and her family's been displaced and moved somewhere else, like, that was fucked up, you know? Yeah. Like, that was sad. Yeah. Um, I thought she was so cute. Like, she was really pretty. You know what? I'm surprised. I'm surprised that there was not a... First of all, I didn't realize that the series was only three episodes. Was it three episodes? I thought it was five. Like, four or five. Because I was it? watching, and then I was like, oh, shit, this is almost the end. Because they were in Africa, and then they went to South Carolina and, like, North Carolina, whatever. Mm-hmm. They were in Virginia, and they went to Philly, and then they were in Texas. I think it was, like, four. It was four episodes. Yeah. I don't, I just anticipate, you know, I expected it to be longer. I didn't realize, because I was waiting for a New Orleans episode. Me too. I, that's what I was waiting for. I was they have to have a New Orleans one. So maybe there's another part. Well, they might come out. Out with yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's there's a lot of ground to cover. Like that's a lot of, of information and research and all kinds of stuff. But even uh, with the Philly one, when they was like, Yeah, the Dutrell family, I was like, Oh, we got a bunch of Dutrells here. Right, right. <laughs> I saw who posted that. I think it was did Mecca post that? I think she posted something on Facebook about how like emotional she got seeing mm-hmm. that girl with the last name of Dutrail. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Cause we do, yeah, we got a whole like, bunch oh, of Dutrails around here. A whole bunch of them here. Whole bunch Let me find out. Them. Right. But yeah, that was, that was really good. I like that. I didn't I'm see. I tried that method of, uh, doing half milk half water with the noodles when they was doing the mac and cheese yeah yeah give that a spin yeah mac and cheese was bomb and i know i'm telling i feel like everything on that show was delicious i just wanted that brisket like that barbecue Mm. that shit looks so fire Mm. give me just like a little pinch yep let me just do like i don't even i don't even like well i ain't gonna sound like it because i never really had okra i never wanted to but even that okra and rice that they were making mm-hmm. when he was in South Carolina. Like, that looked bomb. 
not gonna hold you okra by itself is nasty only because well nasty to me only because of the texture that's what my dad said yeah it's it's like slimy yeah but i can eat it like i'll fuck up some corn okra and tomatoes with some rice tear it up i tear it up but eating okra by itself nah i'm good yeah, well, you gotta watch um in our mother's gardens next. That one was good. Yeah, that is on my. See, radar. That one made me emotional because, like, just just my relationship with my mom. It was just like, yeah. And so they were just talking about like how their moms help shape who they are, and some of them were like closer to their moms now, where they may not have been before, or like just how like their grandmas and stuff were, and you know, just like the women in their family and how they you know, shape their lives and who they are now and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I didn't really have all that, but mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it was really good. I liked it. It's on my radar. So, so I'll probably it. check it out um, this week. Yeah. Um, it was good. Okay. I'll have to watch that. Uh, oh. What else? I haven't watched Pose yet, but I know I'm going to be sobbing. Okay. I cry. Yeah. So you're going to cry. Like I told you before we started recording, I have literally cried every episode this season. Yeah. So, like straight out yeah. the gate. So I'm I'm not surprised. Um I think that's all we got. Everything everything else is it's not bad, but it's just not necessarily good news. Um versus. What do you think about versus? You know what? I'm over it, Loki. It's starting to get on my nerves now. Mm-hmm. I don't like how it's it's not fun no more. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that they're in it for the money now and not like for the fun of how it started. Like it started as it was fucked up in the beginning because the Wi-Fi was all messed up and mm-hmm. it started as like the songwriters and the producers and all of that. And it was for us to enjoy watching them do what they do. Mm-hmm. But now you can tell it's all about like the money and everybody got to get to the bag now. Like it just turned into a whole production. And, and I don't like it. it. I did not like this last one. I mean, I'm not gonna say I like it because they played all the jams. Mm-hmm. Like that part was fun, but I don't like the flashiness of it. No, like I, just, I didn't like that at all. It was just like, me like why y'all can't just do stuff for fun no more? Like why everything gotta always be about getting to the bag? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they was all fucking drunk. Like they was drunk as fuck off that wine. <laughs> <laughs> and Timlin up there sweating. Oh my God, that was so gross. Like, I wanted like, to. I know his butt was stinking. Like, ew. I wanted to throw some water on him so that, like, please yeah. get in the shower. And then at the end, when Swiss gave him that jacket and he put it on yeah. his sweaty body, I said, okay, I'm yeah. out of here. I'm out of here. He had them little, um, them little hot dog rolls on the back of his neck. On that neck. That was all sweaty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, like no, your butt stink. Gross. Like, go take a shower. I just, I don't know. I just didn't like that. And the thing of it is, like, even to your point before, they didn't have to worry about DJs and shit. Because I'm sure yeah. Swiss Beats DJ was on the brink of getting fired that night because he kept fucking yeah. up. But yeah. if it was the same layout that we had before, you wouldn't have to worry about that because <laughs> you'd be playing your own shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I guess because you he came out all suited up and stuff, and I'm like, well, what the fuck is this? What do we need an audience for? Like, why do we need that? 
But now y'all want to do Triller and all whatever else y'all want to do. Like everything don't have, like y'all have enough money. Everything don't have to be about money all the time. And you're going to continue to make money because y'all are good at what y'all do. Mm -hmm. So like there's never going to be a shortage of money for y'all. Like, why do everything have to always be about getting to the bag? And this is what fucks us up as a people in a society anyway, because everything, all, like, you have to turn everything into, like, money all the time. Hustle. Yeah. Like, we can't do nothing for fun. Like, yeah. I can't just have a regular hobby because, oh, you got to make it, like, no, nah, you got to uh, turn that into your next hustle or whatever. Like, uh, have a... Uh, what is another stream of income? Like, what the fuck? I just like, want to do yeah. this real quick. Like, I just enjoy doing... Because the moment you turn it into a thing about money, it's no longer a hobby. Yep. A hobby is literally something that you do for fun. Yep. Like, yep. And like the I moment that you make money from it, it's yeah. not a hobby anymore. Because it, then be, it becomes an obligation because you have yep. to do it because you've turned it into a stream of income. Yeah. And I just feel like everything doesn't have to be that nope it does not have no, you to can't have no fun Mm-mm. you can't have nothing to just make you relax or nothing no more like Mm-mm. you gotta make everything into a dollar that shit gets on my nerves it's annoying that's why everybody fucking depressed now because oh my god i like to do this but i didn't turn it into a a new uh hustle or whatever like man fuck that leave me fuck alone it. fuck it it's um yeah i didn't i didn't like that like that was they was definitely playing the jams though but damn like right. I just I didn't like that when they came out. Right. So I I'm definitely um over verses. They keep talking about this Bow Wow Soldier Boy. I don't even know if I care about that one. I don't know enough of either one of their songs. I was about to say that. And as much as I love me some Shat Moss as a youth, I don't think that I care about this versus. Because I don't know it's going to be exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Like maybe if they were in their houses and just playing shit, talking shit or whatever, then I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I'll check it out. But I don't want, especially from those two niggas. Yeah. I don't no, no. I just don't remember enough of either of their songs. I remember the freaking song with Sierra, the, I don't even remember. I don't remember 20 of each of their songs. I know that much. To sit there yeah. and watch the whole thing. Yeah. They're definitely going to have to include um, features. Yeah. I just don't care. Me neither. I don't know. You're going to have to put some more oldies people for me to watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. You got to bring uh, Frankie Beverly in the morning or something for me mm-hmm. to be like, oh, cool. I'm a, let's go ahead. Check but other than that, I don't really care anymore. Mm-mm. I don't really care. So... Well, best of luck to everyone, all parties involved. Um, but Uzi Vert took that dumbass diamond out of his face. Sarah, the dumbest sure. girl. And then uh, JT. Like, they're just weird. And how did he get it out with, like, without getting fucked up? First of all, why would he put it there in the first place? But, like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's like we talked about earlier. Niggas are rich and bored. You do shit like that when you're rich and you're bored. And it's like, why? And the fact that you were already out here making money, but you had to like save up so that you could install this diamond into your forehead. So this was a goal for you. 
Because it was a pink diamond, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just want to know and understand how much of that was drugs. I'm pretty sure a lot of it was that good old booger sugar. Because I, I don't A lot know. of it. For because there's the, no way somebody in their right mind is doing that. Right. For the, the logical, rational human being, nobody's just sitting here like, I should put diamonds in my face. Teeth, maybe. Face, no. And so he finally got it removed. But like you said, I was impressed at the fact that there, I haven't seen a scar or anything from it being in his face. Because this is, forehead is thin. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot to put there. So I don't know if that was all a stunt and they just super glued the shit to his face for a couple months or what. But, like, there's literally nothing there. So I don't even know how they managed to do that. Mm. That is weird to me. Very. And they are genuinely a weird-ass couple. It's very odd and it's very random. It's like, and they seem hella toxic. Like they're always beefing with oh, each other. Yeah. Like always going at it online. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. I don't. I haven't really been paying much attention to that. I just so happened to see that post that he took that shit out because I was mm-hmm. dumb. Um. So you going outside with your bonnet on tomorrow? <laughs> or I mean, you know what? Because if I feel like it, I'm going to. So okay, okay. I ain't shamed. I ain't shamed of it. Because bonnets have had you niggas. Under. Like, you said what? I said I'll probably put the other one on because this one be falling off my head sometimes. Mm. Like it don't, be, it don't be sitting well behind my ears, like. I got to keep going like this. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bonnets have had niggas in a tailspin over the last couple of weeks. And it's like, it almost feels like we keep having the same discussion over and over and over again. Um, now, as often as possible, I try to not let that be my thing, but that's just because I prefer to not be outside mm-hmm. with bonnets and scarves and shit on. However, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have never had a moment where I went outside mm-hmm. without a bonnet, scarf, something on my head. I mean, again, a couple of weeks ago, I told you uh, I was outside with my my rollers, my flexi rods in. Mm-hmm. Not giving a shit. So Because sometimes you just, what people don't understand is like with our hair, Sometimes you you ain't trying to unwrap it. You ain't trying to uncurl it. You ain't trying to do none of that. Mm-hmm. And unless you, judgmental person, are trying to come wrap my hair back up or put these rods back in or put these curlers back in mm-hmm. or do whatever, shut the fuck up. Because it is a lot of work to do that. Like before I, you know, started my, my locks up, when I would get my hair done, and get my little blowout and all that stuff, it would take a lot for me to wrap my hair up and put the pins in and then put the scarf on and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So for me to do a quick run to Giant Eagle or Walmart or whatever and have to comb that out for a quick 
half hour or whatever and come back home and have to wrap that back up because I would try to keep it up wrapped, you mm-hmm. know, for as long as I could unless I really needed to go out somewhere. Like for 30 minutes to unwrap all of that, pin it back up. Not doing it. I'm keeping my scarf on and putting a bonnet on and I'm going outside real quick. Not doing it. Now for me, like I'll just say it's not my ministry. However, I'm not going to sit here and tell other people what to do, but Mm -hmm. I do see on the flip side, why certain people feel the way they do. Cause like what you and I are talking about is one thing, but I think a lot of people equate, you know, how we always look at those people of Walmart, you know, the people just coming outside looking and in most cases like white trash. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people equate bonnets and black women the same way we equate like pajamas and dirty feet with poor white trash. You know what I'm saying? So I think people are making that connection. Um, cause even when I was in school, when I was in the choir, that was a thing. Like you, don't you dare step off the bus. I don't care if you just got your hair done an hour ago. Don't you dare step off that bus with a scarf or a bonnet on. So for me, that's where that came from. It just always stuck with me, but like, it was more of an instance of what we're talking about. Like I'm mm-hmm. dressed, you know, I have clothes on. It's just a matter of simply protecting my hair. Whereas a lot of people are looking at bonnets as, oh, you're lazy or, oh, you're out here being trifling or, oh, you don't give a shit about your appearance or whatever. And so I think it's almost like two different dynamics. But at the same time, mind your business. (coughs) Oh, my gosh. I was just about to say that. Yeah, (laughs) You could always not worry about what somebody's doing. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because if you don't like to come outside like that, then cool, don't. You know what I mean? Like, if but, that's what yeah. they do, then let them. Like, that don't have nothing to do with you. And why are you getting that fucking angry mm-hmm. about somebody's coming outside? Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't want to come outside, if that's not how you present yourself, then don't present yourself in that manner. You know now, what I mean? I'm, I'm al- I've always will be, and I probably... I've always been, and I probably always will be a time and place type of person. So, mm-hmm. like, don't come to work with a fucking bonnet on or don't well, yeah, that's different. Yeah. like you know what I'm saying there's there's a time and place for everything and I just don't think like an airport doesn't bother me because chances mm-hmm. are I'm not in my Sunday's best now there are some people who travel like that but in most cases I have something on my head because mm-hmm. I'm not putting my head on them dirty ass airplane seats right. you know what I'm saying if I want to lean over I want to make sure my shit is covered so an airport doesn't bother me but like, you know, I, I'm a time and space. If we're in Walmart, if we're in Giant Eagle and somebody got their bonnet on, then okay, so be it. I don't give a fuck. I just don't see what the, I just, again, why is this even a whole conversation? And then Monique gets on and the irony of that is you get on to preach to everybody else, but you're on camera where like millions of people can see with this little dingy robe on with your scarf and stuff on. So like I don't and her titties out. No, she had like, no bra. Because right, because more people can see you than they're going to see me at the grocery store. So I don't know, you know. And and again, you know, I've been rooting for Monique because I feel like you know she deserves her stuff or whatever. And like I'm not even mad at her for when she be speaking up and all of that. But just kind of sit this one out. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like 
people always have a problem with whatever black women do. Because I don't never seem to buy, I ain't going to say never, but I rarely see people making a big fuss over do-rags. Over do-rags. And stuff like, mm-hmm. like relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I think relax. that's that was the, the part that kind of stopped me in my tracks. Because, I mean, I still didn't necessarily care but mm-hmm. when somebody pointed out, like, that there was a whole do-rag festival. Yeah. Like, a whole celebration about do-rags. But There's it's one in Charlotte, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's never the same energy for Black women. Yeah. Like, we always have to, you know, adjust or we always have to, like I said earlier, be the villain in certain situations. Yeah, we always have to be on. We always got to present ourselves in a certain way. Mm-hmm. We always got to be queens or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. the crown can sit right on top of this bonnet. Exactly. Exactly. So. Like, that. You know, I just, per usual, I just would like for people to start minding their business a little bit better. Just let me live. Like, you don't know what type of week I had. You don't know what type of day I had. Like, Black women, again, have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And you coming at me over a fucking bonnet. A bonnet. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. A bonnet. Every other day, I get told. Speaking of Black women, because I read. Hold on. Uh. Now I got to find it. The BMI chart. Uh, you know, the BMI chart. Damn, mm-hmm. I wish I would have saved it or liked it on Twitter. The BMI chart about, like, Black women, um, you know, being, like, off, you know, for us or whatever. And something about, like, obesity with Black women or whatever. And when I tell you there was nothing but, like, Black men in the comments, like, see, that's what I'm saying. Y'all be on this body positivity stuff. Don't nobody like no big-ass fucking whales and all this stuff like that. I was <sighs> like, damn. First of all, the article was saying that the BMI chart is biased. <laughs> okay. And it's not really calculating everything. Or it's not like, you know. It doesn't take things like, into consideration. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For us, and then here y'all come taking another chance to beat us down, loud and wrong. Yeah, he was like, they was all like, y'all got these bitches, these fat bitches like Elizabeth and stuff like that out here thinking that shit's cute and whatever. And then y'all be wondering why y'all single. I was like, oh wow, like, damn, I gotta find it. I just, uh, you know, so social media is is good and evil. Um, it's good because of course it's informative. You, it's a way to quickly put out information, things like that. Um, but the, the bad side of it, and I guess depending on how you look at it, it's a good thing too. People really get on there and show their true colors. Yep. And it's disgusting how people think and the fact that in a lot of cases, um, and, and I'll say I'll say within the black community because I don't I don't want to take it to a, a general platform. Um, in a lot of cases, the hatred that men have for 
black woman is Mm -hmm. like astounding but it you can't have those discussions with men because in most cases the ones who are screaming out the loudest will really sit there and look at you dead in your eyeballs and tell you that they don't hate women yep and they don't hate a hair go so it was According to the CDC, four out of five black women in the U.S. are overweight or obese. A common theory is that black culture promotes larger than average female figures and the acceptance of a fuller body has become its norm. But I got to read the full article, but it was based on like, you know, the BMI just kind of being like, you know, not really in our favor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Some of the comments were Kevin Samuels was right. Um, I'm just going through some of the quote treat, quote tweets from like some of these black men. Um, hold on. Where's the Kevin Samuel soundboard when you need it's so, it's so crazy how a lot of these men like really like him. Like y'all need more like y'all need better role models. Somebody <laughs> said, which one of you Twitter niggas hacked the CDC? <laughs> <laughs> because for real, like. It's it's so exhausting. Ooh. I'm gonna see you. CDC said black women obese because niggas love fat bitches. Uh, don't mean to be that guy, but black guys love black guys deserve some blame for making land whales think they're attractive. Mm. Like a lot of these comments from black men are fucked up. Kevin Samuels was talking shit though. Mm. So many excuses and quotes. Kevin Samuels never lied. Like, so many men are, like, you know, referencing him. It's crazy. And you know Um, what I find wild? And this goes for, now I will say this on a more um, general or global level. Um, Black men, because they feel... Not even that they feel, but because they've been oppressed or because they've had, you know, had it rough being black male in in America, it's almost like they have to find somebody else to beat up on so they can Mm -hmm. be like. So when people say black men are the white men of black people or whatever, whatever the, the connection is. It's like Remember they, that article came out when Damon uh Damon Young uh wrote that article? Yeah. It like mm-hmm. it's so true because for y'all to want and need us to support you and all this crying about how men aren't ever allowed to be vulnerable, nobody's ever taking care of us or nobody's ever looking out for us and what we need, blah, blah, blah. First of all, of all that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Like black women have and always will be in your corner. And I can't say always because y'all just be out here doing wild shit. Um, But we've always been on y'all side, but for whatever reason, we don't get the same level of respect in return. And of course that's not every black man. And of course not every black woman is out here doing what they need to do, but it's more visible when these black men get on these platforms and just really shit on us like they don't have black mamas it's so wild like it blows my mind how but it's frustrating because like they I, I can't you know of course i can't speak about all black men because that's false 
but a lot of them will get the support from us. They'll treat us like shit. But then when we stop, when we take it back, then that's when they be like, y'all bitches don't never support us. Like, no, we've been These supporting you. Loyal, like, you, know, you wasn't loyal. You right. can't hold it down. It's blah, not blah. being reciprocated. So we took it back. And then that's when we that's when we started to become more independent because y'all don't like independent women. Like it was just kind of like, well, what choice do we have but to put more focus on ourselves or to step out of our race? Y'all don't like that shit. Y'all will do that shit in a heartbeat. But y'all don't like when we feel like we might have to just explore other, uh, uh, you know, other options because we're not getting it where y'all feel like we should be getting it. Yeah. Like why well, keep staying somewhere where we're getting beat down? Like I, you want me to keep being abused because you're black? Like that's not fair. They absolutely like, that, that, that's not fucking fair. They absolutely like, do. Um, and we're we're always the ones out here doing the work, you know, making sure that things are in place. The whole we do what we have to do mentality to make sure mm-hmm. our families and things are taken care of. But then on top of that, we have to cater to the male ego because y'all feel like you are just entitled like you have this sense of entitlement like somebody owes you something and And again it's not that we don't want to because there's plenty of us who would love to but it's like if we're not going to get it in return like i'm not i'm not putting in all this energy for nothing like fuck that i'm gonna go ahead somewhere like I, I put all that love, I would to love me. to put some energy into a nigga. Like, did you eat today? Let me cook you something real quick. Like that, I would love to do that. But I'm on, like you said, I'm only doing that if I know I would get that in return. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be one sided out here. And a lot of dudes are, you know, unfortunately, weren't raised with their fathers or. You know, even if they were raised with their fathers, they were brought up under some damaging ass ideals. And instead of trying to unlearn or relearn the shit that you've been exposed to, you're stuck and setting your ways and we just have to deal with it. We just have to take it because you're you're the man. You're men, you know, you're a black man. And if we say anything otherwise, it's see, this is why we date white women. Like, okay, well then go date white women. Like you're doing us a favor because what you're not going to do is continue to beat up on me when I've been nothing but loving and supporting to you. And then niggas always hate when a woman is bitter or is, or has been hurt and scorned by men over and over and over again, talking about, Oh, well, I'm not that nigga. They always full of drama and they always got blah, 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 blah. When in reality, y'all don't realize that you do the same shit. Mm-hmm. Or again, it's our fault. If it's if you've been getting played all the time, then it's you. And it's like, no, as a unit, like men are pretty terrible. And what exactly do you do that's different from the last person? Right. Like what exactly right. do you do that's different? And so, you know, until because I hate when I get I get so annoyed when people put the blame on the person that's being victimized or the person that's being hurt. Like, y'all be knowing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all just don't want to be accountable. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not saying this for everybody or all men because that's unfair and that's not true. But y'all be knowing what you're doing. And when we say men are trash, the ones who ain't trash and not know they're not trash don't even get mad about that because they right. know they, they're not trash. Because they you know, know I mean? that men are trash. 
<laughs> the ones that react, then you you know you done got hurt. You done got hit somewhere in because then you hit you don't react. Be hollering. They be out here yelping. Now you know deep down. Because why you even need to react? You know you ain't trash. Why you mad? Why you mad? Calm down. If it don't apply, let it um, apply. Yeah, I was reading them comments. I was like, damn, like everybody ain't gonna be small. Everybody's not meant to be small. Mm-mm. And then it'd be niggas that's ugly. Like, ugly. You're ugly. Who are you? Mm. <laughs> like, y'all just be flat out ugly. Like, who are you? And that's and a lot why. of times, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times, you, you might be the reason this woman got the weight on her. Like, people don't be understanding that y'all be stressing people out. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times when women leave these relationships, they drop that weight like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be that trigger for her. Yep. Yep. Whatever. And that's why it bothers me that people like Kevin Samuels have a platform. Because it's only adding more more fuel to Mm -hmm. the fire. Um, And it's, it's causing us, instead of bringing folks together it's causing further division and it's annoying because i mean as as much as we talk shit about you know men and the shit that they do and don't do or whatever like i'm really sick of having that argument Mm -hmm. i'm sick of having that discussion like and unfortunately because we have the kevin samuels of the world or the men who just simply are they lack self-awareness the shit's not going anywhere mm-hmm. and it sucks because there's plenty of women out here like I said who would love to cater to somebody else for a little while or you know whatever just to 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 be a support and say hey guess what love you like but we can't do that because y'all don't fucking get it and nor do you want to nor do you want to Like, it's literally a woman's nature to take care of those that she loves. And so if that's not happening for you, and if that's something that's lacking in your relationship, at what point do you stop and think, hmm, maybe I'm the problem? Where do I fit into all of this? Like, why am I not getting that from her? And then a lot of times we take care of these niggas too much and it's to our own detriment because we're mm-hmm. not getting it in return it's like mm-hmm. we're trying to to prove that we're the one or prove the that we should be the one that you know he changes for or whatever mm-hmm. and we end up hurting ourselves trying to take care of these niggas mm-hmm. so that's it's why funny. it's like for me i'm sorry i keep interrupting <laughs> no, i was about to say it's funny because there was a clip on twitter today that um Dion sanders was saying something similar like you know you got to pay attention to your woman like and he was on that like that podcast with Ocho Cinco and a couple other like them, them older I'm not they're not older but like people used to play football and stuff like that mm-hmm. um he was just saying like you know a lot of times when she do certain things she wants that so like if she touches you on your shoulder she wants you to give her affection back Mm-hmm. Or like if she's asking you how was your day, she wants to have a conversation with you. Like pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're just looking at them like, yeah, but like you know them niggas ain't gonna do that shit. Like be a partner. 
to your to your woman, like pay attention to this stuff. He was like, sometimes men get so consumed in what they have going on that they don't pay attention. And so that's what causes like the women to become, you know, upset or whatever. But these niggas don't understand that. And then they get the concept of happy life, happy wife, thinking that like the marriage is all about just the woman. And that's not it. And it's not. Like, that's not it. Like women, like you said, women really do or, you know, we're just more we take care of everything. Mm-hmm. But like if you make the environment peaceful and easy for us, then like you get what you need. Like that does not mean that your needs and your feelings and all of that stuff do not matter at all. Mm-hmm. But you hear that phrase and that's what you think. Like you just think that you just don't matter. And that's not the case that's at all. But y'all don't make y'all always talk about, oh, we need peace and be my peace. But you have to make an environment that's peaceful as well. If you're if you're making my my environment dysfunctional, then of course I'm gonna I'm going to like like speak up and I'm going to argue with you. Yeah, because I now I, don't now I feel I feel threatened. I feel threatened right. in my own space because right. You know, if we're going to do this mm-hmm. shit, then I I might as well be single. If you're not bringing any sort of like added value to my life, and sometimes that added value is simply peace, then it's like. You can get the hell on. You can absolutely. And then know. what you'll do is you'll complain. We'll break up, whatever. After I don't put all this work in, you'll go on to the next bitch and make me seem like I'm I was a fucking devil, and you'll do the same thing to her. Like, hmm, whatever. It's just the fucking cycle. Just fucking sucks. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Like I was really, I was explaining this to somebody uh, recently about just how horrible the dating scene has become Mm -hmm. like it's it's really not fun it's not fun (laughs) it's almost become a chore like I would love to be out here dating three four guys at the same time like you know we like each other we we hanging out whatever get to go on a date Monday Thursday and Saturday but like, I can't even find anybody who I can stand for more than five minutes, let alone a collection of niggas. Ooh wee! <laughs> ah, not even a gaggle of them. A gaggle of niggas. <laughs> I, want, I want my own little harem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and I'll keep it real with you. I'm I'm dating. I'm out here dating. I'm single. You know, whatever, whatever. But dating really just isn't fun anymore. Like mm-hmm. we, even when we've gotten to the space of of predates, it's like what? How the fuck does that yeah. even make sense? And again, they lack self awareness because if you wasn't so busy out here just trying to get pussy, you wouldn't have to worry about somebody taking you for money that you don't have. But you because you are so interested in simply finding pussy and not so much interested in finding quality women or whatever then yeah, like, yeah, everybody likes a free meal because if I asked you out on a date and you didn't really go, didn't really want to go, you would go simply because I said I was paying. So let's not put that energy on women because if the roles were reversed, it would be the same situation. Who doesn't like a free meal? Are you shitting me? I don't know. (sighs) We went down a real uh, long rabbit hole because we started yeah, off talking about wants. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I guess I guess the bottom line is again, we just can't ever win no matter what we do. Yeah. No matter how we look, no matter what we do, no matter what we say. And it's become a, like a theme of our last couple episodes, I guess. Black women just can't win. Yep. We can't. And it's uh it's sad. It's sad. Maybe this next generation will have better luck or something. I don't know. Mm. I just thank God every day. I don't got kids with none of these niggas. Every single day. Every single Girl. day. I, I, just, I just know that. Every single day. I be like, Lord, you know. You know. You knew. And you know moving forward. Don't do it. Mm. Like, you have allowed me to come thus far. <laughs> We've come far. this far by faith. <laughs> Leaning on the Lord. Ooh, man. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, unfortunately, I think this is something that's going to just simply be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't know. Well, we got any shout outs? I don't got none. Did we shout out Tay last week for winning, uh, or last episode for winning the election? <laughs> I think we did too. Yeah, um, we shouted out all of them, all the black people. Okay. Um, we did. Then I think that's it. I don't think I have anything right now. I don't either. I'm gonna call my mom back though before she cuts yeah, me out. Yeah, check check on Dolores because <laughs> yeah, make sure she's all right. <laughs> she don't want to. She ain't doing nothing. Messing with them kids. <laughs> she probably wants you to come down. Mm-hmm. Come get oh. these kids. Nope. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. You know it's <laughs> well, I am going to bed. Yeah, so. I'm going to call her and I'm laying it right down. Mm-hmm. So I'm out. All right, y'all. We out. We'll catch y'all next episode. Okay, bye, guys. Thank yous. Bye.